0: Welcome to another episode of The Tribe Talks, your weekly dose of time with my dope, amazing, phenomenal, lit ass tribe. I'm your host, Amma B, aka Queen Mother of the Tribe. This week's tribe talent is none other than my friend, Carrie Henderson. Carrie is a personal fashion stylist based in Los Angeles. Her mission is to help clients save time and effort by taking the guesswork out of figuring out what they're going to wear for special appearances in their lives, including keynote speaking engagements, press tours, red carpet events, pitching that new client. Whatever it is, Carrie's got you. She'll get you main stage ready, wherever that stage may be, making sure that you're ready to confidently show up for your next public appearance. Visit her at carriehenderson.com. That's K E R I H E N. D E R S O N.com. This week, I have a dope lady with me. AV is a DIY expert and creator of AVDoesWhat.com. What began as a traditional do it yourself blog has grown into a lifestyle platform that includes repurposed crafts, upcycled furniture, tasty recipes, and pop culture. Her goal is to help thrifty millennials realize. Life is better when you do it yourself. With appearances in HGTV, Huffington Post, Ebony, and BuzzFeed, go girl, Avy is determined to change the face of DIY. Avi is also, also, because my girl is multi-talented, <laughs> Avi is also the co-creator of University of Dope, which is an amazing, and exciting, thought-provoking car game that celebrates hip-hop culture the first of its kind. Now I've had the pleasure and honor of playing University of Dope and uh, sharing it with uh, some of our tribe. And that joint is what it is, it's dope. So AV, thank you so much for being here. Say hello to the people. Hey everyone,
1: thank you so much for having me. That, you made that sound so regal. Like (laughs) your queenness came through. I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. I felt like clapping for myself, like I was my own mama. (laughs) As <laughs> you should,
0: as you should, shoot, clap for you, clap for yourself, as you should. Yes. <laughs> so, um, what I am doing is actually uh, creating a series around creating your own space, and that is exactly what you have been doing. So, what I want to do is kind of just talk to you about how, why. And what it is that you're doing, I kind of gave, you know, the, the the spiel in your bio, but I want to kind of dig down into it. So my first question to you, A.V., is does what you want to do and what you wanted to do as a child mesh? Do they align? Do those visions come together?
1: They absolutely align. Oh, wow. And I'm, yeah, I'm definitely grateful for it. When I was a kid, I was always into the arts. I went to a performing arts middle school. And I was into theater in elementary school, so it stuck with me. I wanted to be an actress, mm-hmm. and that led me to, like, fast forward as I got a little bit older,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe like around 12 or somewhere like preteen, I just said to myself, you know, I don't want to wear suits to work. It's a very <laughs> elementary idea, but I was like, I don't like suits, Uh no, no thank you. <laughs> Cubicle, no thanks. Thanks. And... Uh, so that stuck with me. So it was kind of like, okay, putting those things together, where does this actually lead
0: to? Mm-hmm.
1: And it led me to working in the film industry. I did props and set decorating for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And doing that kind of got me into blogging a little mm-hmm. bit, just putting those skills together. I was going through a lot of things personally. I, my father had passed away and mm-hmm. I needed something to
0: kind of... Um, ease the pain, grief, all of that. So having the background that you have, when did you realize that you needed to create something for yourself? We already know AV does not wear suits. AV does not do the cubicles. But what was the point where you kind of decided or realized that you needed to create a a lane for yourself?
1: I realized I needed to create my own lane. It was kind of random, but kind of not. So I'd already started the blog and I was... In the very beginning stages of it, and you know, you're doing the find your voice and you're doing all the Googling, and people are, <laughs> you know, trying to figure out to develop your brand and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And DIY looks a specific kind of way. You know, Martha Stewart, is not a lot of diversity in DIY. Uh-huh. The D- yeah. DIY is not there for diversity. Right. <laughs> and um, I, one day I was making some waffles, mm-hmm. and I, you know, how some people say they've seen like, Mary, god jesus in their food so i saw the <laughs> wu-tang symbol in my waffles shut up yeah i was just cutting my waffles i was like oh you know this reminds me of this reminds me of wu-tang and i put the photo on instagram and this is this what year is this this is like 2013 and i don't even think i had changed all of my handles to ab does what i think everything was still ab perkins mm-hmm. so like i was still playing around with the idea of the blog even existing mm-hmm. and <clears throat> and i had the wu-tang waffles and i said oh woo waffles and i just made up this hashtag hip-hop homemaking and that was maybe like, at the time um the the post that got the most like reception mm-hmm. like people were gravitating towards it mm-hmm. and i was like oh this might be something and of course when i mean gravitating towards it i mean all of you know 11 people, right? Which is more <laughs> You're which like was I more got than, them likes, <laughs> exactly. You, know, you get the likes, and the likes, not just people's names anymore, it's right. like a number, right? Or the, like really early on in Instagram, where that was a thing. Now it's like, what I need hundreds of likes, but now I'm like, ooh, 11, yes, right. girl,
0: I'm doing something,
1: <laughs> okay? So. Those eleven likes, shout out to those people because they changed (laughs) the whole everything. I was like, yes, woo waffles, hip hop homemaking, and that is how I am. That is how I speak anyway. I do love hip hop. I and I'm someone who's always quick with the with the puns. And Mm -hmm. granted, I love hip hop. I'm not necessarily gritty in these streets, son, B, you know. (laughs) I'm I'm kind of a square and it's it's fine. Cause I, I love myself. It's fine, you know? fine. <laughs> it's fine. it's fine. It's totally fine. You know, I was a kid who had like the bad friends, <laughs> but I wasn't that. So <laughs> that was me, right? <laughs> and um, so I wanted to incorporate my love of hip hop and music and pop culture into what I'm doing with craftiness and DIY and you know watercolor. And you, if you come to my house, you wouldn't expect to see. Well, you wouldn't expect anyone to see, oh, Biggie lyrics in watercolor. That's, you know, that's because that, Biggie doesn't necessarily well, he doesn't do anything now, rest in peace. But <laughs> I don't think he did watercolor. I, I think he did. did. I, it was something very low key,
0: right? But doesn't so, doesn't that also speak to? I'm gonna go off on a tangent real quick, and we're gonna bring it back. But doesn't that also speak to the 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 balance of who we are as as far as Black people? I think that <laughs> I think that you know you got your your you can be educated but then also have your love for hip-hop music hip-hop everything the streets whatever it is having that uh that dual dualness to ourselves biggie lyrics and watercolors that shit is dope av and I'm, I'm glad you put it out there
1: thank you thank you and i and i do think that is great and especially when it comes to hip-hop because you know, I'm in my 30s now, oh. so I've been able to, like, grow up with it. And then you see rappers now and, um, you know, the culture is evolving, you right. know, because hip-hop is still a young genre of music. Mm-hmm. But you're, still, you're seeing it evolve in different iterations where you can have a hip-hop DIYer, you right. know, someone who loves a DIY who loves hip-hop. Because my favorite rappers are dads and moms now, like all of them, all of of them have children and they're like soccer moms and soccer dads. Mm -hmm. Went on like a a rabbit hole, this is random. Like, I (laughs) look at random rappers, like what they're doing. Uh So like, Charlie Baltimore, her daughters are gorgeous. Like, why do I know how Charlie Baltimore's daughters look? Because that's what I do, you know, people are, and they're people you know even though they're entertainers and you grew up to them and they were teenagers when we were kids and you just see how people just grow and evolve and it's great to see the the genre grow up to the point where we have the crotchety people who are like oh this new stuff is not hip-hop that's good that means we're growing because there's elders now (laughs) (laughs)
0: right we can now relate to the fact that our parents were like what is this like exactly okay this is what they were talking about listening to a lot of these new artists out I'm like mm-hmm. it is the growth and evolution of the, the the craft so yeah i get it i see so,
1: it i like i i'm someone i do enjoy that push and pull because mm-hmm. that means there's growth there right because everyone if everyone if we stayed stuck like where would we be we can't be in 1998 forever
0: right sadly yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's, and that's great. Yeah, that's great. The the fact that you felt disgruntled
0: is great. <laughs> realness, absolute realness. All right, okay. So I'm a, I'm gonna wind it and bring it back. So you were talking about people kind of not expecting to walk into your space and to see Biggie lyrics in watercolors. So how does that like? You were tying that into kind of like creating your own space and kind of seeing that um, kind of what you were doing was kind of hitting off. Yeah.
1: So with that, I just decided, well, you know, the best way. And of course, this is before people started really blogging about blogging. Mm hmm. <laughs> you know, you know the the trigger words. Be authentic. Be yourself. And I realized that before they started saying it, which is pretty awesome. Because I so said I can't keep up being someone else. I am who I am. Right. And the blog is named after me, so it's best that I could just keep going because mm-hmm. I can just keep up being right. me. <laughs> so since I do love hip hop and I'm of Caribbean descent, so I incorporate those things in there as well. Mm. So. Um, so the the living of being first generation, there's something a lot of people can relate to in this country. Yeah. And people yes. love there's people who love hip hop and they may not have lived the life Biggie Swalls lived. Right. You know. Right. I appreciate the, the music mm-hmm. and I feel like I can tie that all in. You know. Right. Moms yeah, who like trap music, like <laughs> that's, that's that's my tribe
0: that's what they listen to when they're going to go pick up their kids from soccer. Exactly.
1: You Dads, a, you don't have to teach how to dougie like <laughs> I you are me and I am you. Let it be. But oh, that is, you know, cool aunties, the whole the whole lane. That's
0: it's a that's vibe. A, it's a mood. Yeah, it's a whole vibe. mood. <laughs> whole mood. So in in all of this creating and realizing that you you had to kind of do your own shit and, and be authentic um, to yourself. Um, which BT dubs I find honestly is what attracts people the most when they realize that people are actually being genuine in their shit. I, I feel like that's where you get people vibing with you the most. Um, and I will definitely say um my interactions with you have always, I've always immediately thought this girl is is amazing. Uh oh, from yeah. From I'm just saying, you know, it's the truth. It's real when you realize that the person that you're talking to is a real one. I I have to put that out there for my listeners. All that to say, you know, creating your own lane, realizing what you're doing, getting into the DIY game. As a, a Black woman, first generation woman at that, I'm sure it wasn't a crystal stairway. Tell me a little bit about creating your own space okay with
1: the diy thing this is gonna sound ironic and possibly cliche <laughs> um you know i didn't face anything like i don't know like oh you're black so you shouldn't diy right mm-hmm. and, I, and i and even if someone was thinking that i don't i don't even see them i like, kind of like how mariah carey is like i don't know her like i don't know those <laughs> people. I don't right. know, I don't know. so i have like my tunnel vision but what i did realize just of being of color and in being in the culture, mm-hmm. uh, and this first generation, you, you do a lot of the DIY is in my blood.
0: Right. Right. You're
1: always yourselves. So you realize when you're trying to market your skills that it's taken for granted amongst your fellow people. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you you try to think about your audience, like, oh, man, I don't want to insult my audience's intelligence, so I need to do something super grand. And then I can see counterparts doing something super simple. And, right. <laughs> and it picks up not just because of um, who they are or who their audience is, it's just that DIY may seem like more of a novel concept mm-hmm. versus... You're in a position where you always have to do. You always have to DIY, right? So people want you to kind of be like Christ the Carpenter, you know? And <laughs> like, wait a minute, I, can I show you how to make tassels
0: real quick? Like, can we do that too? Right. What do you mean you want to build this whole bed?
1: Like, like you know, can we can we take it slow? No. Okay. So that is, um, I think that's the most difficulty mm-hmm. that I do have in this space okay. you know and i don't want to say like you know the whole phrase being twice as good mm-hmm. but sometimes yep i feel that when i have to market to us i have to be twice as good for us which is
0: mm-hmm.
1: mind-blowing but it it is a thing wow and i don't know maybe if i was in a different um field of blogging maybe music or fashion or hair or something like that um, that's more common for us than DIY. Then maybe it might be different, but I'm not sure because that's not my, it's not my lane. So I just, I am who I am, and you know,
0: hated to love it. I'm gonna <laughs> do what I'm doing. Right. I'm not a huge DIYer in the sense of everything. I mean, I do love me some Pinterest. You know, I am, I'm, I love Etsy and all that other stuff, but I'm not. I haven't been as, as into it as I believe I should be honestly I think now that I've got two small children who have you know projects and stuff that are coming up I'm going to start getting into DIY a lot more but from what I've seen of it you're right we don't see us you know in that realm so I would think that I mean are you, I'm curious to know are is the reception or was the reception not as positive or as it's it's positive okay. it's 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 super
1: niche which it works against you and it works in your favor okay. because the women the women of color that i know who are into diy are into it are it in, shout into it mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and groups, like even on facebook like i have a facebook group and i'm a part of a couple of other facebook groups because they they know they see the need for it. the ones who are really really into it mm-hmm. and it's um it's one of those it's so concentrated yeah. That does become like, you know, like, wow, this is great. This is my tribe of, of folks. But I think that's just something that happens when you're trying to you can't appeal to everyone, right. you know, so you really have to zero in on who your audience is. So before I did that, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, you know women of color or and then, you know, even other women who just are cool and have that millennial edge, because I do speak how I speak, mm-hmm. then you're all welcome. Yeah. And, then, and then
0: those folks are receptive. Right. Now, yeah. now we, you know, having talked about the difficult part, I also want to, you know, balance that or temper that with the positive stuff. I want to know more about what you found most fulfilling about creating your space in the diy space
1: well the being on flea market flip was certainly (laughs) my uh highlight to date because like i'm on tv you know (laughs) oh my gosh i'm on tv now mama you know (laughs) i made it and and then going through the whole process and it was like a kind of like a full circle moment Mm -hmm. because working in the film industry for 10 years I know what it's like behind the scenes mm-hmm. and that was like my first time really being in front of the camera camera in that um like I said commercials like web commercials prior mm-hmm. but this like okay this is going this is on TV and people can catch reruns and all of that and that's super awesome and seeing like oh my gosh I remember 10 years ago I had your job whoever that person uh-huh. is, is in the back moving the furniture <laughs> that was me and now it's like in front of
0: the camera. So that was really, really cool. That's dope. That's dope. Have you had any people who have used your DIY um, kind of processes send you stuff and say, oh, I did it this way. Yeah. And, and how, how, yeah. how is that? How is seeing your work coming to life in, in, your, in your followers? That
1: is super cool um, because I do a lot of upcycling. Mm-hmm. Um, usually people don't necessarily do the exact project because these are found pieces of furniture because you know I'm like a hoarder so <laughs> when people, no. yeah, so when people tell me like oh wow I saw this and I was inspired to upcycle something that I did already have that makes mm. me happy mm-hmm. because so, everything is not a cookie cutter uh, right is not cookie cutter and I tell people life is better when you do it yourself so, you may not find the same dresser I found on the street and revamp it, but what mm-hmm. you can't do is revamp you know, a mirror. You can start you know, small.
0: Right.
1: You can do all of these other crafts. So, I want people to still, even though I'm showing you how to do something, you mm-hmm. don't have to do the same thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You need to do the things that work out for you in your life. And then this is with crafts, and then this is with the rest of your life as well.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, tell me what project are you working on right now that you, or if you can share, uh, the project that you're working on right now with your, uh, your DIY, um, realm. Chow, um, right now I am working on my craft room. So, uh,
1: Wait, you, what? yeah, like I have a room of crafts. Ah, okay. like, like where i shoot my videos and where i work on my projects i have at least six pieces of furniture i need to redo but i want to fix up the craft room completely before okay. i start working on that so right now the biggest project is cleaning and reorganizing repainting and rejazzing up the craft room
0: that is okay. what I'm working on now your she shed I got it. Okay. All right. And of course, making sure your space is set kind of helps you also with the mindset of, okay, now that my space is organized and now that it looks how I want it to look, I can go ahead and deliver what I want to deliver to my people.
1: Exactly. So I'm working on the craft room while I am simultaneously recording a video uh, uh, for an online class that I'm producing. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: okay okay so
1: so the so the one space right now that is suffice and organized i'm recording there and then the rest of it i'm just organizing because it's a pretty large space of course by new york standards uh (laughs) it's a pretty large space and i just want to have like different areas where i can record at and give you give everyone the whole experience the whole crafty experience
0: i love it that's dope okay all right I have to ask because we met through Howard Homecoming and the events that that we do there and you you came with this amazing game University of Dope which is pop culture or excuse me hip-hop culture card game and I am curious to know I mean I'm assuming just like with everything else, your love of the culture is what kind of prompted you. But where did the car game idea come from?
1: Okay. Well, it's, it's a very interesting story because the blog started first
0: yes. and
1: I used to have game nights at my house and they were love a good game night. They were massive. Uh, I had two and it was like, anal. and my neighbors still talk about it. I don't know how many people I fit in the, My space, at least I feel like it was like 200 people, which, yeah, which is crazy for Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was a lot going on. And so I became pretty popular for having those game nights and like events at my house. And fast forward, a friend of mine, my business partner, Marion, she, we went to college together in Connecticut Mm -hmm. and we were on a hip hop dance team in Connecticut and she came to she would come after you know graduation and everything, she would come visit and when one year she came to to visit and we went to go eat and I randomly asked her if she can name all the members of Wu Tang. She said, Yeah, I can name all the members of Wu Tang. I didn't believe her. But <laughs> said, could you name all the So I said so I doubled down. So I said, Can you name all the members of Wu Tang if you were drunk? And she said, Yeah, I Definitely didn't believe her after that. So I'm like, okay, well, well, we're gonna go back because she was staying with me for the weekend. So we went back to my house, and I no, we were googling it because we figured everything with Wu Tang exists at this point. Because like even right. now, like I have a I have a lipstick that's Wu Tang, right? So <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, like they did like a collaboration with I think Milk. Oh my god, it's <laughs> pretty good lipstick too. Side, yeah. So that's so if Wu Tang has a lipstick, I'm like I'm sure they have a drinking game. Of course, I mean the lipstick is now, right? But right. Three years ago, mm-hmm. this we were looking up this Wu Tang drinking game and it didn't exist. So we figured, hey, why don't we make it up? And mm-hmm. we started working on the questions. And it was like initially it was going to be a board game, and then okay. we wanted it to be something you know more portable and you know easier for people to navigate with. And so we started working on it. And then maybe like a year to the day of the mm-hmm. idea was the next year's game night that I had. And then we had the prototype
0: by that game night. Oh, wow. Y'all, y'all who are listening right now, I need you to make sure, and I'll, I'll, I'll share the information in the bio for, for the show, but I definitely highly, highly recommend checking out this game because this game is amazing it is so well put together it's well thought out these questions are great answers are great and just the vibe that people get game nights game nights are amazing and they are i think only as good as the games that are played <laughs> um, so having dope games in your repertoire your inventory is a must and this game definitely is a must so I think I think I saw on your Instagram that y'all actually had y'all had famous rapper or two highlight your stuff
1: uh, we've had we've had people like like our game we've had people uh share our game a couple of times like ninth wonder. We don't know how mm-hmm. ninth wonder got a hold of the card game. At, randomly at Howard Homecoming, we were there the same Howard Homecoming the same Howard Homecoming we were there with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Someone sends us like a text saying like oh wow, like you know, ninth wonder just posted your card game. And I'm like, "Wait, what?" what? Like, you know, I'm <laughs> looking through <laughs> looking through the, the order receipts to see like, you know like did he order right. like what's his first name let's look it up but no i guess he just had game night and he posted it and he posted the question it was a one gotta go question yep. and it was one gotta go black thought most deaf talib quali or comment yep. and so many people were responding to it black thought responded <laughs> maxwell i was like wow maxwell that's cool uh we've We've had a celebrity game night with Easy Moby, Large Professor, oh my um, god, people from Def Jam. Uh, so there's people who know our game exists for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing someone. Funk Flex, I've been able to meet Flex, Action Bronson. You know, wow. it's been a good amount of people who are like, okay, you know, this is cool. This is cool. So we're getting there. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I'm honestly hoping and praying that between the the DIY greatness that you have and this game that I'm going to be seeing AV everywhere on the TV, you know, making moves and, you know, taking names and just doing your shit. Like, I'm, I'm really excited for all of the greatness that you have to come. I do want to ask you one last question. Actually, I got two questions if I'm being technical. The first question is, you're in your space, you're doing your thing, you're pushing forward, making your content, and and just basically making yourself bigger in the space that you're in. There are a lot of people who are out here listening now who want to create their own lane, who want to go into doing their own thing, but for some reason might not have had the either the push or know where to start where to begin can you give our listeners what you would recommend their first I don't know two steps should be what what should their first two steps be if they want to look to manifest their own space okay um
1: well you have to be intentional with your thoughts you know I I'm grateful and was blessed enough to have kind of a a certain kind of vision for my life. Like I was saying earlier, I didn't want to wear suits,
0: Mm, you know, mm -hmm.
1: me already, even though that was a very preliminary idea and thought that put me on a certain path. Right. Now, you know, whoever's listening, they can't go back to being 12 years old. It's, (laughs) you know, times fast. So (laughs) to expedite that, it's, Be in, be intentional. You know, think like you have to. Like you have the answers within you. And I think now because we're in the information age, Mm. we Google everything. Like, how do I find myself? No, Mm. don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Because because we now, like, like I think in this day and age, the information is great. That all the information is out there, but Mm. you end up having anxiety and sometimes that even happens to me because there's too much information out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. able to have a voice that's good and mm-hmm. it's bad because then you're like i don't know what to do so should i be authentic should i post every day should i post once a day once a week i'm an artist no i'm an influencer is there a difference that's too much <laughs> too much so you know spend time with yourself because when you spend time with yourself you get to know yourself better mm-hmm. and then this for your lane and this is for your life right not to do what i'm doing just like i said you know life is better when you do it yourself you can just listen to this and say you know what i just like listening to podcasts and i'm going to go to my job and do whatever it is that i need to do and that's Mm -hmm. you still need to know yourself there too right (laughs) so breaks. so spend time with your with yourself to recharge and really connect with yourself and if you have any other power that you connect to? That's great, too. If you don't, that's on you. Do what you got to do. Connect. Spend time. That's kind of the... um, I think that's the first step. And Mm -hmm. limiting the noise will help Mm you in your lane once you are developing more um, of yourself. Along with connecting with yourself, I highly recommend being comfortable with repeating yourself. Mm. Because... You know, sometimes we get in our own head and we, we get anxious. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm spamming anybody. I don't want to feel like, you know, I keep talking about the same thing. This is your lane. This is what you want to be known for. Mm-hmm. And even the people who are closest to you, mm-hmm. they still may not know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Some people are Like, oh yeah, AV, you're doing like, it's cool. I I kind of like, you like hip hop. like, I don't really know. And then was like, well, if you don't know, that means... I'm not repeating myself and I'm not making myself clear enough. Mm. So you have to work on being clear. Mm-hmm. And once you, you know, you connect your, with yourself, know what you're doing. That's all part of like branding. Right. So you yeah. know what you want to say, you know how you want to say it. So you keep saying it until you're literally drilling it into people's head. Like no one considered TI the king of the South until he kept saying it. Right. Oh God. Oh, so be like TI. you yes. Right. <laughs> Be like T.I., you know, pro- that's manifesting it. And also he kept repeating it until it became a thing. You know, it could also, also be considered propaganda, but we're not looking at it like that. We're going <laughs> to at it like manifesting and being clear on the message and then delivering on that message.
0: I think that that's, that is great advice. I also want to ask, Um, it just that sparked something for me is when you're talking about repeating yourself, And you've got people who you believe, you know, in your corner, whether it's your friends, your family, whoever it is, um, and they might not support you the way that you think that they would. Um, do you have any suggestions or, or thoughts about that? Because I, I, I can see that people, um, sometimes have the false notion that, um, your friends and family have to support you in all that you do. Um, it's nice and it's amazing, um, but I'm curious to know if you've ever had any experiences where um, you might not have uh, have gotten the support that you felt that you should have gotten um, from your 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 circle.
1: Well, um, my mom has always been super um, supportive, mm-hmm. you know? and you can do anything. Like, if I told her right now I want to rob a bank, she's like, you can do it. No, actually,
0: <laughs> I shouldn't rob a bank, Mom, but... Mom, <laughs> Mom, right. Talk me down, Mom. Talk
1: me but that's down. that's where the pep talking in me comes from. Mm-hmm. So, um, luckily, I didn't have anyone being kind of, like, disparaging to me in that regard. But with friends, if you got friends that are disparaging you, you need new friends. Yeah. Period. True. Now, if you feel like they're not overwhelmingly supporting you, it could just be various interests, Mm -hmm. you know? Now, if I had a blog about gaming, Mm -hmm. right? I would probably appeal to a different set of friends, Mm -hmm. you know, than, or maybe their partners or something like that. So it's, it's still like your target audience. Does your friends match your target audience? Because if they don't, then they, why would you expect them to be they're not necessarily interested. That doesn't mean they right. don't like you as a person, right? You know, um, but yeah, as long as they're not disparaging, I wouldn't necessarily sweat it. I, okay. you just have to, you have to just stay focused, right? But if, you, but if you, feel like they're being shady, that's you know, that's a that's your own judgment call, and then mm-hmm. that is something that has to be resolved or dissolved mm-hmm. about the friendship. Uh, nice. Also, I think to myself, especially like with University of Dope, since that's a physical product.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't have enough friends to be rich. I don't have (laughs) enough friends to be wealthy. I don't. Like, if all of my friends, and not even just, like, my friends, if I just counted like, all of my Facebook friends, Mm -hmm. and all of my social media following, if every single one of them, and Mm -hmm. even the ones who follow me on multiple platforms bought for each number, like, you know, they bought multiple times. Mm -hmm. With all of that, that is not enough for me to be wealthy. Right. So... If that's not enough. Then why am I
0: stressing it? Mm. Yeah. Huh. You just drop, dropping gems, dropping gems. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see it. I feel it. If I guess, I guess the other part of it then would be if you're not uh, excited or passionate about what it is that you're doing, then you might be doing the wrong thing.
1: That too, because I am overwhelmingly excited about craft. i can talk about crafts every day and there's probably people who follow me on facebook for other reasons mm-hmm. and they're like man this girl talk about glitter every damn day and uh-huh. i love glitter and you're gonna have the deal <laughs> you're gonna have the deal or leave because this is who i am this is what i do and people come over it's the same thing you know mm-hmm. i just started random sidebar i started watching game of thrones oh girl i became a new fan and I completely took over. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm making crafts for it. I got to make themed drinks and snacks. like <laughs> <that is tough. laughs> And I made names for it. Like the last thing I did was, uh, you know, like Tres Leche, but I made like Tres Lannister because I'm team Oh Lannister. my gosh. <laughs> and so, so that's how I am in my everyday life. So, you know, it's like people just have to, to deal or if they don't, they just move on, you know?
0: Right. Well, then, and that's also the part of you what we, well, we started off with just talking about authenticity. Like, this is you, and this is what you do, and it pours through in everything that you do. So, no one is going to question whether or not A.V. loves DIY. Bitch, she loves, loves <laughs> DIY. It. Loves it. <laughs> so, that is her thing. So, whatever it is that you're doing, it needs to be your thing, and people need to realize that, that this is what You love to do. So, yeah. yeah.
1: And also, while I'm here,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, (laughs) while I'm here for people like for their lane and everything, Mm -hmm. stop having business accounts on Instagram that are set to private. No one has, like, you know, people do that. You know, people have private accounts because for whatever reason, because they feel like they want to be able to put memes, terrible memes up in private but still promote their business listen Uh -uh. no one is requesting you and and no one has time (laughs) privacy settings start in your head
0: oh my gosh av if you're scared
1: about people seeing your kids don't put your kids online look i have nieces and nephew and a nephew Mm -hmm. and I love them dearly. I used to put, because I have one niece who would come to like DIY events and stuff like that and everyone loves her, but mm-hmm. I stopped putting her online mm-hmm. just because I don't have the resources to be like Liam Nielsen if someone decides to put her up as a meme. So uh. I can't find you, <laughs> but I will spend my life savings right. to do so. So right. to circle all of that, I just like, don't don't.
0: Post well, it's smart. I mean, but then again, we're living in an era where people, I think, like to overshare, um, which is, is weird to me just because, I mean, I'm also a first-generation child um, and my parents are from Ghana and everything African has always been like private. Like <laughs> everything, they're a very, you know, we are very private people. Um, you know, you won't know about something that happened to your your aunt. And you could be living in the same house with her because legit private. So just the idea of putting, I think I had to 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 stop and think about that too. What you want to go ahead and put out um, versus what you kind of keep private for yourself. And you can be a creative and you can do the things that you want to do and still be authentic, but still keep parts of yourself private, just like yeah. you you've been doing with, sharing your craft, you know, doing the DIY stuff. But and but then also being able to say, okay, my niece loves this stuff and I love for her to be a part of it, but I don't have to give that to y'all. Exactly. So that's, I think that's definitely something that, that people need to think about. But that's weird to me. Business yeah. accounts that are private. That's, we, No. where they do that at. Let's not, let's not.
1: Like, don't do that. Please don't do that. And by <laughs> your domain name oh I'm not, I'm not going to your dot
0: tumblr.com wait i'm not I'm not visiting it i would also like to preface that by saying that don't tell anybody what your stuff is until you've already purchased it um because i learned the hard way about that which is why you guys will not see a the talks.com because somebody i opened my mouth and it's always when you say that you're not going to do it and I've been very, very closed mouth about it, and then I shared it with uh, a couple people. And the week that I went to go buy it, it was it was no longer available. They bought your domain name. Yes, yes, they did. And did they I, you know who did it? I don't. I really don't. And this is i mean, You, can, I'm you can look it. that up. You can. Yeah, I mean we can talk about that off there. <laughs> right. <after. laughs> yeah. Oh, say- no, we got to put this in there so that people know.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, well. For the record, guys, it's not nothing shady. So I don't want you guys to be like, "What is Amy a- a- about to teach her sorcery?" No, not shady at all. You can look up unless they put a, like a
0: privacy setting,
1: privacy on it. Yeah, because I've had people not buy my domain, but people that I wanted like the domain from, and I've been waiting for it to be like let up. And mm-hmm. I became like Facebook friends with them. Like, hey, so do you still want that domain? You
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> still waiting on it okay just let me know when you, yeah, when whenever, you whenever. It. whenever you're ready whenever you're ready let me know just slide it this way it's completely fine i'll make That's good of it. yeah maybe maybe you can do uh i mean have you already purchased like a i did i actually did a Yeah, I did something a a little bit different. So I'm, um, you know, working on building that up before I release it. But I I just, I think it's very interesting um, just in this day and age with technology and stuff like that. But then also just being protective of what you have um, until you're ready to share it, but then also not hoarding it and never letting it see the light of day. I think we also, I mean... I say we, but I um, <laughs> have this whole perfectionist mentality. And I think that my my therapist has shared with me that that is a hindrance to your progress. You can't, everything is not going to be completely perfect, but you can get it to the point where you're, you know, happy with it and then share it with the people. So that it's not like years go down the line and you still are sitting here with this idea that you had that you haven't quite fleshed out the way you wanted to, because it's not perfect.
1: It's so funny. I have a similar experience. I, But the oddly enough, I always associated perfectionists with like type A personalities. Mm, mm-hmm. And of course being a creative, you're like, ugh, type A, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, you oh, not. That it? and I'm like, I'm not a perfectionist at all. But I realized I could kind of get like that
0: mm-hmm. and being like hard
1: on myself. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was being hard on myself, not necessarily being perfectionist because I associated perfectionism with that crowd, which I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's not
0: me, but it kind of, you know, kind of is so real perfectionist like though. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So I was like, okay, you know, checking myself (laughs) to to, to do the same thing. So I completely agree with you with that, you know, Mm -hmm. just putting it out there is better than not having it out
0: there. And you can always put podcast at the end of your domain name. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah that, that's I did that. <laughs> so, so we've got that. Purchased a couple of the other ones as well, just in case. Um, so we don't want no problems. So yeah. we've got that taken care of. But um, I think it's it's like you said, put it out there, um, and you can do different iterations. And that's that's something that I know at least myself. We just with the podcast. Um started first season. Second season has taken a long time to come because life um happened. And um, but then also just thinking about rebranding and, and and pushing stuff out took a lot longer than I thought, but it's kind of like, all right, set the date. You tell people that's how I started it. I I told people I said it's gonna come out this date. And then people were like, Okay, when is it? Is it coming out? I'm like, Yeah, I said it was gonna come out this date. Then I had to actually make it come out that date
1: yeah (laughs) I said accountability
0: yes yes because I had been talking about a podcast for almost a year and people were tired of me talking about it (laughs) and they wanted to hear it (laughs) they were like well okay so when is it coming matter of fact canon um with uh, Defcon Jive was uh, the one who I was a guest on his show and he put me on blast on the episode and he was just like so <sighs> tell our listeners when is the Tribe Talks coming out and I was like fuck you really gonna do this right now we on the show like in front of people so I had to say it and I had to do it so I definitely would would counsel that that probably would be another great way to do it tell people you're gonna do this shit and then either you do it <laughs> Or people see that you're full of shit and you just uh-huh. need to need to go with the, I want to do it. Even if it's not perfect, you still got to put it out there to say that it it's, it's done and it's getting started and it's moving. So yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, I hope y'all received what AV just poured out to you because this lady knows what she's talking about and she knows what she's doing. So as I do every episode, I ask my guests who are here, what is your tribe power? Now, your tribe power uh, is basically what you bring to the tribe to make it bigger, badder, stronger, more amazing, um, and phenomenal. I say every episode that my tribe power is connection. I like bringing people together and having them build relationships outside of me. So I would like to ask you, what do you believe your tribe power is? Morale.
1: Mm. I am... A pep talker <laughs> I can give a pep talk in a minute. so if you leave me with a brown paper bag, that brown paper bag will feel good about itself. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I am definitely team morale and if it's not a pep talk, then it's humor. Mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're here. we're here on this team. we're here in this tribe, so let's have some fun while we're here. right. Last forever. so yeah,
0: okay. I like it. I feel it. And I, 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 I co-sign it. I, yeah. I just,
1: bring, I bring the vibes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I do, I bring the vibes.
0: True say. Av is a force of her own. She walk into a room and just wreck that shit. And I think that that's amazing and we need more people like that. So I am very appreciative of you being a part of the tribe of you taking the time out of your schedule today to, to, to pour into our listeners and to, share your story be tra- be transparent with us um and 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 bring the vibes <laughs> bring the vibes of what we what we all kind of need in our lives right now and that is the focus and intention and just realness and belief that we can create our own space the fact that you were 12 and knew it then just is fucking amazing and i am really hopeful that people realize that yes you can't go back to being 12 but you can be, like you said, intentional in creating your own space and being authentic. So, A.V., thank you so, so much for being here with me, for, again, sharing your time. If the people want to get a hold of you, can you share your information where they connect with A.V.?
1: Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter. I don't really tweet like that, but I do have it. It's <laughs> A.V. A. As in AV, as an audio visual, because sometimes people B <laughs> other stuff is AV yeah. does what? P O E S W H A T. That's my handle, and that's also the website, okay. avdoeswhat.com. And University of Dope, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, U Dope, U like the letter U, Dope
0: E D U. Excellent. And I'll make sure that I have your information uh, in the bio so people can get a hold of you, can check out uh, your website and also get on that purchase for University of Dope because y'all need it in your inventory.
1: Hey, um, I'm going to give you guys a coupon code too. Okay.
0: You can, I have to
1: make it first so you can just put it like in the show notes.
0: I got it. I got you. I got you. She's blessing y'all. So y'all better use that. And for us, if you all are not already following the tribe talks, make sure that you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the tribe talks. Uh, If you have anything that you'd like to share with the tribe, make sure that you email us at the tribe talks at gmail.com. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.